You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. January 6th is a very patriotic day. September 11th is called Patriot's Day for the 9-11 tax, and April 17th is also Patriot's Day because of Lexington and Concord. But January 6th is exceptional. Like the battles that started our American Revolution, this battle is internal even far more than our past grievance with distant Great Britain. It has to do with corruption far greater and deeper than any of us could have imagined even just a few years ago. The deep state is very real. It is a deep state of organized crime and has very deep pockets. It is also brutal and ruthless, just like the mafia. Regarding January 6th, the vast majority of pro-election integrity protesters didn't mean to be or even try to be heroes. They just showed up to the Capitol on that fateful day and became heroes as a consequence. In spite of the lies from a very decadent media, and until now, Democrat-controlled Congress, there is very little that is controversial here. There was obvious wide-scale voter fraud. Most of the one million or so January 6 protesters knew that President Trump should be our current president, not that doddering old fool, Vice President Brandon. There is a montage tapestry of facts that a lot of people don't know about, and I will be going over that first. For the hundreds of millions of freedom lovers worldwide, there are many charitable scams out there, but J6Legal.org is not one of them. Jake Lang was in 11 different prisons, and so he knows that this organization uses 100% of the donations that go to fund legal costs of many of the prisoners. It is fully transparent, and not one penny is wasted. Again, that site is j6legal.org. Jake Lang also has a book called Patriot Prisoner, and you can go to patriotprisoner.com for that. Again, he was shipped around to 11 different prisons for the sole purpose of breaking him. And he feels very used by both sides. Both are users with no Republican official really coming through, half-hearted pontificating mostly. But he has truly suffered. There are four martyred heroes that day. Ashley Babbitt, who was shot point-blank. Roseanne Boyland, who was beaten like a dog. Benjamin Phillips and Kevin Greeson, Both died of heart attacks, so there was obvious physical trauma involved. There are 950 political prisoners at recent count, but congressional approval increased funding to approximately double the number uh, already arrested. The Chinese Communist Fascist Party and Davos billionaires control the Democrat Party and much of the Republicans, and there have been a lot of fake reports coming from them. For example, Crazy Eyes, Shifty Schiff, lied repeatedly with clearly debunked claims. In June of 2022, a Miss Jankowicz, then an executive director for the Disinformation Board at the Department of Homeland Security, 
was to concentrate on domestic threats, not international, meaning the opinions of American citizens viewed as threats to the deep state mafia. Opinions, mind you, opinions. The so-called January 6th committee announced a special so-called secret advisor. It turned out it was just a former ABC drive-by news executive for a dog and pony show, just a pure kangaroo court. Then there was the story of Trump advisor Peter Navarro, who was put in handcuffs and leg irons simply because he refused a so-called subpoena from the January 6th kangaroo court. He lives next door to the FBI, but they did a third-world show of intimidation by arresting him gangsta-style at a busy airport just to intimidate others. Republican Congressman Matt Gates has said that he was not allowed to ever inspect the prisons where the Patriots were being held or are being held, but he can go to Gitmo Prison anytime, no problem. Journalists, for filming events only, have received multi-year prison sentences. Once the intelligence industry spied on terrorists in the Mideast, now with a massive omnibus spending, the deep state is now flooded with cash to spy on small player Americans to try to thwart our constitutional freedom of speech. The George Floyd riots were watched passively by so-called woke law enforcement authorities in the Portland and Seattle diabolical and ultra-violent insurrections. Daily, the Chicago criminals control the streets with violence, and the deep state reaction is, well, nothing to see here. Regarding this January 6th kangaroo court, not one person brandished a firearm. Any attempt to overthrow the most powerful government in history without a show of any firearms is pretty trivial to say the least. Also, all four who died were Trump supporters. More distortion from the drive-by media. Brian Sicknick, a Capitol Police officer who died the day after, was reportedly hit in the head by a fire extinguisher. But there was no evidence for that. This attack was greatly exaggerated by the New York Times for the sole purpose of trying to bring down President Trump permanently. Otherwise, why lie so profusely and consistently? Months later, that story was changed to a bare deterrent spray. It took several months to report that it was not a fire extinguisher and still no evidence. A month after that, it was changed to pepper spray so they kept on changing the story. Still later, that story was changed again, and they simply said he died of natural causes. So it took three months to release the autopsy, but not before three months of damning false anti-Trump propaganda, so it all served its purpose. An innocent officer's death exploited and degraded for cheap, petty politics. The drive-by media should be utterly ashamed of themselves for this half-assed and biased regurgitation of lies, but we have learned to expect nothing better from them, which is why we totally ignore them. There are other stories. There were two zip-tie people. The drive-bys claim they brought it in to tie up congressmen. It turns out, though, the zip-ties were sitting on a table 
there in the Capitol, and they took the zip ties so the police would not use it to tie them up. The now-famous face paint and horns guy got five years in prison for a proven non-violent action for just being a noticeable ringleader, sort of a cheerleader for Trump. There's also Brandon Strzok. He voted for Hillary in 2016, quickly became disenfranchised with the corrupt Democrats, and became a leader of the famous walkaway movement. And he was someone who was genuinely abused for literally doing nothing but filming the action. And he was only on the outside. He, was never, he never even went up the steps of the Capitol. Brennan said this. He said, every single election integrity protester arrested who never even went inside the Capitol is being treated like an absolute terrorist. And when we complied so easily to all the COVID nonsense, we taught them that they can do so much more to step on our freedoms. Unquote. If we all stand up, they don't stand a chance. But if you're not in the battle, you're guilty. I do not want to be guilty. How about you? Brandon received a technical nonviolent misdemeanor, a total sham. And for this, he got a one-year pretrial supervision, far worse than probation, needing pre-approval for any travel. And one year after first being arrested, for three months, he can't leave his home prison without his ankle bracelet. He has three years probation and 60 hours community service, probably for some stupid woke nonsense, and $5,500 restitution, absolutely unbelievable, in a constitutionally protected right society like the USA. And the government wanted to surveil him, his phone, his computer, his email, his social media, and his bank accounts for three years, but the judge did not grant that. And he got a 30-page sentencing recommendation, unheard of even for drug cartels, and all this for a fake, drummed-up, nonviolent misdemeanor charge. Unreal. This is absolute government tyranny. These deep state swamp monsters must be punished in the strongest ways possible. This is all incredibly disturbing and shocking. But that's the point. China wants this, and their slimy tentacles have reached far into America to become a major part of the deep state. Let's take a look at Ashley Babbitt's death. At the door to the Capitol, there were three cops who all suddenly left the scene. Just moments later, Ashley Babbitt was shot to death. It certainly looks like the three cops were told through headphones to leave, like they were ushered out of harm's way so that a cop inside had a clean shot at a protester. Had the three cops stayed to protect the Capitol like they were supposed to, Ashley would not have tried to enter the Capitol because the cops were the deterrent. Yes, there was loud shouting, but no one was being hurt. So all three cops leaving, and at the same time, for no apparent reason, was highly suspicious. Same thing with a broken window at another part of the Capitol. 
Ten cops guarded it. Someone loudly announced that they were going in through the window. Then suddenly, all of the cops left, about ten of them, to allow protesters to enter through the broken window. They knew it would happen, so they failed to protect the Capitol and the protesters. And these cops were all wired, so like on football sidelines, they have cameras and eyes everywhere. They weren't blind. They knew what would happen. This whole thing was obviously coordinated. Their protesters, on the other hand, full of just average folks, were the blind ones. Then there's the strange case of Ray Epps. The attorney for Ray Epps was an FBI agent for nine years. And Ray Epps never got arrested. But he suggested that we invade the interior of the Capitol the night before. He travels from Arizona, but doesn't see Trump's speech. Instead, he went straight to the Capitol and was immediately at a flashpoint of the protest. He was on FBI's most wanted list, the top 20, for these protesters. But again, he was never arrested. He's the only guy in the entire protest of the Capitol that had a puff piece written about him by the drive-by media's New York Times. A puff piece. They are protecting him. President Trump, who had thoroughly documented requests to make sure that January 6th was safe and secure in providing additional troops for crowd control, his request was rejected. Rejected by Pelosi. So Nutty Nancy, amongst others, should be brought up on criminal charges for allowing all this to happen. This treasonous monster, this communist fascist China stooge for stabbing America in the back. This whole fiasco was planned by the deep state mafia and Nutty Nancy was largely responsible for it. This whole thing is nuts and they're stupid. They're off the chain stupid and power mad and if they think that they can get away with this then they'll try anything think about all the mega warehouses that are being built right now they can warehouse people there too the new concentration camps if they happen we would be storehoused there so you better start buying emergency food and supplies including medical and survival supplies but food at a minimum I would say three to six months at least. Just think about how quickly globalist change can happen if they just threaten to starve you and your family to death. For example, some made-up climate change emergency, then their dreams can come true overnight, or so they believe. We are nine meals away from total chaos. Let me repeat that. We are nine meals away from total chaos and a subsequent fascist police state. So you damn well better prepare for that possibility today. This all should enrage you against the globalist powers behind all this. And always remember, it's not the Democrats and rhinos, not really. Sure, they are useful idiots or the bought-off co-conspirators, but it's the globalists and communist fascists, uh, China, that are really behind 
all of this. You must always know this. They have turned the USA into a third world pisshole. For those of us who are suffering, iron sharpens iron. This is baptism through fire. Disobedience to tyrants is obedience to God. Here's a prayer for our time. Father, forgive me for fearing the FBI more than you. We should erect statues to these four martyrs and those falsely imprisoned. In fact, for everyone who even showed up at the Capitol, but especially to those martyred ones. Action steps. Number one, give to PatriotPrisoner.com. Give to these American Patriots Legal Defense Fund. Again, not one penny is wasted. PatriotPrisoner.com. Number two, watch the movie Capital Punishment, spelled with an O, for eye-opening information. Number three, we should repeal the misnamed Patriot Act. It has turned the American spy network inward against the anti-PC Patriots. Number four, most important, you must get involved, somehow, someway. This will be a recurrent theme on this podcast. You must do something, part-time or full-time. For many of those who are still imprisoned, they sing every night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Star-Spangled Banner, our national anthem. So to honor all those who protested for election integrity on that glorious day, Wednesday, January 6, 2021. Oh, say, can you see, by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? And it ends with a question mark. That is our national anthem. To be free, we must be brave. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.